everything today. So, ah. but so haven't you always? Me one second. Uh, just a few notes. Welcome. Uh, welcome if you're new or from away. Uh, we're glad you're here. Hello to everyone who's on YouTube this morning. Um, please leave yourself on mute unless you want to be speaking. Uh, we'll be invited to do that around the Eucharist and the prayers. Service is public. Uh, bulletin is in the chat and uh, please prepare if you have any elements for communion. Uh, please prep those in advance whenever it's convenient for you. So that is all I have in the way of welcome. And I think, uh, what are we doing today? We're doing Bach as the prelude. Yes. Good morning, everybody. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let us admit to God the sin which always confronts us. Lord God, we have sinned against you. We have done evil in your sight. We are sorry and repent. Have mercy on us according to your love. Wash away our wrongdoing and cleanse us from our sin. Renew a right spirit within us and restore us to the joy of your salvation. 
through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Dear friends in Christ, hear the good news. In Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. The Lord enrich you with grace and nourish you with blessing. The Lord defend you in trouble and keep you from all evil. The Lord accept your prayers and absolve you from your offenses. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.
Let us pray. Holy God, Heavenly Father, in the waters of the flood, you saved the chosen, and in the wilderness of temptation, you protected your son from sin. Renew us in the gift of baptism. May your holy angels be with us, that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our reading is from Genesis chapter 9. God said to Noah and to his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the domestic animals, and every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. I establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of a flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, this is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds and that shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. Word of God, word of life, thanks be to God. believe in God the Father. We believe in Christ the Son. We believe in the Holy Spirit. We are the church and we stand as one. believe in the Holy Bible. We believe in the Virgin. We believe in the resurrection. Christ one day will return to earth. Holy, holy, holy is our God. Worthy, worthy, worthy is our King. Oh, glory. And honor. 
Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. And the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts and the angels waited on him. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Peace out. 
In the season of Lent, we're creating some space to think together about the sacrament of communion. If you were here on Wednesday, we talked a little bit about how the way we celebrate the Eucharist communicates something about our theology. If you want to know what some church body believes about God, don't look at their 500-page confession of faith or the slick brochures in the lobby or what they tell you they believe. Look at how they celebrate the Eucharist and you can learn quite a bit. Communion is all about promise and covenant, which is fitting because so is today's reading from Genesis. We are only a few chapters into Genesis, and already humanity has gotten so rebellious and obstinate that God decides to just wipe the slate clean and start over again. So God has Noah and his family ride out the flood in the famous ark. Now, people often wince at this story because it makes God sound indifferent and callous, which is fair. And when you read the story, you notice that God actually might agree with that criticism. In today's reading, God seems to realize that this flood was too much, that it went too far. And so God promises never again to flood the face of the earth, and that instead God will put a bow in the sky as a sign that the waters will never be again used to destroy all flesh. It's almost like God is figuring out how to be in a relationship with humanity. And this new covenant they have is a way of trying to move forward together. Now, this probably sounds relatively familiar so far, but notice who this covenant is made with. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh on the earth. God's promise is with all of creation, not just with Noah, not just Noah's family, not just humans, but with every living thing. God takes an interest and forms a covenant, not just with people, but with everything God has made. So, you're probably wondering, what does a promise God makes to be in the Eucharist we celebrate today have to do with God making a promise to a bunch of plants and animals in Genesis? And the answer is everything. In fact, the idea that the covenant we celebrate in the Eucharist involves all of God's creation really isn't some new radical idea. It's in our liturgy so often that we often speak it, we sing it, but we don't really stop to think about it. Our hymn of praise we often sing invites the assembly to sing with all the people of God and join in the hymn of all creation. One of our most commonly used Eucharistic prayers ends with, with the earth and all its creatures, with sun and moon and stars, we praise you, O God. The offering prayer we use around Christmas includes the line, with the trees of the field, with all earth and heaven, we shout for joy at the coming of your son. And what you notice in all of those is that creation is good before and besides whether it helps humanity survive. If creation was good only because it helped us, then God wouldn't have called it good until humans showed up. But the imagery in our liturgy is of all of creation actively praising God. And why wouldn't it? It's part of a covenant with God, just like we are. As Pope Francis puts it in Laudato Si, joined to the incarnate Son present in the Eucharist, the whole cosmos give, gives thanks to God. 
So if we believe that the Eucharist is a foretaste of the feast to come, if we believe it brings us into the kingdom of God, if we believe that it manifests God's promises in the world, then it concerns not just the people who happen to be in the pews this Sunday, but the creation that sustains our lives as well. That just as you become who you truly are at God's table, creation becomes what it truly is when it joins in God's praises. So it's worth thinking creation is present in our own celebration of the Eucharist. Or is it just sort of another thing that we're doing? The most accessible starting point here to think about our own practices are the communion elements themselves, bread and wine. We tend to have lots of sort of banal arguments over how much gluten has to be in bread for it to count as bread, or whether we should offer wine, juice, a juice-wine combination, non-alcoholic wine, wine coolers, or all of the above. The more generative conversation for us to think about is whether the elements we use in the sacrament convey the giftedness of creation. Do the elements that we use and the way they are presented convey these of God's creation that we are stewards of? Let's just use bread as an example of this. Bread is an important element, not just because it's relatively common and inexpensive, but because it's gathered and transformed by human hands. One of our offering prayers beautifully phrases it this way, as grains of wheat scattered upon the hills were gathered together to become one bread, so let your church be gathered together from the ends of the earth into your kingdom. So the symbolism here is that the wheat in the fields that is scattered across the earth becomes one body in the same way that we who are scattered across the world become one body when we're gathered together at Christ's table. So when we celebrate communion, we shouldn't just be asking what the most convenient way to celebrate the sacrament is, although sometimes convenience carries the day, but we should always be asking how our celebration communicates the transformation and redemption of all creation. Does the bread that we use in the Eucharist actually look like bread that's been gathered from the fields? Or has it been processed into oblivion and transformed into a hockey puck? Does the communion bread get moldy when you leave it out for a week? Or can it sit on a shelf in the sacristy for years at a time? Does our Eucharist acknowledge that we are dependent on creation's redemption? Or does it suggest that we just live on top of it? I think if you traveled around the Synod, you would find that the way we celebrate communion really doesn't reflect any kind of cosmic celebration. And I would include me in that too. Our practices are often centered around what's easier for us rather than what's significant in the sacrament. Wafers that look nothing like bread, liquid candles that hide the passage of time, prayers that talk about creation only in the context of natural disaster. Whether it is rainy or sunny, drought or monsoon, summer or winter or springtime or harvest, everything looks pretty much the same. If you asked what our Eucharistic celebration conveys about our theology of creation, the answer would probably be, well, not much. 
Now it's easy to write this stuff off as symbolism that doesn't really matter. But symbols and the way we use them shapes what we value and prioritize. After all, wedding rings and American flags are just symbols, but people care about them a lot. I think I shared this story before in a newsletter or something. But one of my colleagues in the area, this was Mark Stutzel over in Woodcliffe Lake, was working on setting up liturgies in his parking lot last summer. And his congregation said they really wanted to find a way to celebrate communion while observing the distancing guidelines. And so they settled on these individually packaged cups where you have a pre-filled communion cup sealed up with a wafer on top and the whole thing is sealed up again and it's available in boxes of 500 for 99.99. And you know what? It works. People get wine, people get some sort of bread adjacent product. But after the service, as Mark was cleaning up, he went to go gather everything. And he realized that their celebration of communion had created this enormous bag of garbage stuffed with all these single use plastics that would just be shipped off to a landfill. If communion is just about getting your personal sins forgiven so you can go back to normal life, then no big deal. But if communion is where we join in the hymn of all creation, you have to imagine the trees of the field are not exactly clapping their hands. So whenever we gather at this table, we should remember that flood story. Remember that God's promises are never just about getting us out of the world, but aimed at the redemption of all that God has created. Because when the Holy Spirit gathers us into the body of Christ, we are transformed alongside all the works of God's hand. We are just one voice in that cosmic choir that sings the hymn of all creation. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe, I do believe, truly I believe it, truly I believe it, truly I believe it. I believe, I do believe, truly I believe it, truly I believe it, truly I believe it. I believe in God, the Almighty Lord Creator, Mighty Lord Creator, Mighty Lord Creator. I believe in God, the Almighty Lord Creator, Mighty Lord Creator, Mighty Lord Creator. I believe, I do believe, truly I believe it, truly I believe it, truly I believe it. I believe, I do believe, truly I believe it, truly I believe it, truly I believe it. I believe in Jesus, the Savior of the people, Savior of the people, Savior of the people. I believe in Jesus, the Savior of the people, Savior of the people, Savior of the people. Thank you.
as we join the church around the world confessing our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. <coughs> I believe in God, uh, the Father, Father Almighty, Almighty Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, Relying on the promises of God, we pray boldly now for the church, the world, and all in need. In Jesus, your realm has come near to us in every place and time. Give your church throughout the world a spirit of humility and repentance. Teach us to trust always in the good news of your salvation. Hear us, O God. Your mercy, your mercy is great. You made a covenant of mercy with every living creature. Protect all the earth's creatures from destruction. Empower the work of biologists, conservationists, and science educators. Hear us, O God. Mercy is great. All your paths are steadfast love and faithfulness. Direct the words and actions of leaders in our community and throughout the world that they may maintain justice for the lowly. We pray especially this week for the people of France, Germany, and Monaco. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Even in the wilderness, you are with us. Walk alongside migrants and refugees crossing dangerous lands this morning. Tend to those whose lives feel desolate. Give healing and strength to all who suffer. If you have any petitions, I invite you to offer those at this time. Mary and Jean. The Cardinale and Sarace family. Laura um, Rick. Hear us, O oh God. We pray that you would keep us this day also from sin and every evil, that all our doings in life may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all things. Let your holy angel be with us, that the evil foe may have no power over us. Hear us, O God. 
With thanksgiving, we remember those who have died. Keep us in communion with all the saints until we at last find our rest in you. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. We offer these prayers in the name of the one who floods the world with mercy, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And may the peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. God's peace be with you all. And also with you. With you. Okay. Let us pray. God, our provider, you have fed us with not with bread alone, but with words of grace and life. Bless us and these your gifts, which we receive from your bounty. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And may the Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We we lift up the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. We give you thanks, Father, through Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, whom you sent in this end of the ages to save and redeem us and to proclaim to us your will. For he is your word inseparable from you, through whom you created all things, and in whom you take delight. He is your word sent from heaven to a virgin's womb. He there took on our nature and our lot, and was shown forth as your Son, born of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary. He, our Lord Jesus, have fulfilled all for your will, and won for you a holy people. He stretched out his hands in suffering in order to free from suffering those who trust you. He is the one handed over to a death he freely accepted in order, to, in order to destroy death, to break the bonds of the evil one, to crush hell underfoot, to give light to the righteous, to establish his covenant, and to show forth the resurrection. Taking bread and giving thanks to you, said, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering, therefore, his death and resurrection, we take this bread and this cup, giving you thanks that you have made us worthy to stand before you and serve you as your priestly people. Send your spirit upon these gifts in your church, Gather into one all who share this bread and wine. Fill us with your Holy Spirit to establish our faith and truth, that we may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ, through whom all glory and honor are yours, Almighty Father, with the Holy Spirit in your Holy Church, both now and forever. Amen. 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 And gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, and the glory of the Amen.
Let us pray. Merciful God, accompany our journey through these 40 days. Renew in us the gift of baptism that we may provide for those who are poor, pray for those in need, fast from self-indulgence, and above all, that we may find our treasure in the life of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. this time we open things up for any announcements joys and concerns does anyone have anything they want to share with the congregation i just good morning i just wanted to remind everybody to send me photos for our pictorial directory i've gotten a lot but there's still some that i don't have so please send them to my email address janicerainan at mac.com and we'll go from there thanks so much Thank you. Could you just put your email in the chat so people have it? Absolutely. That's great. 
Uh, anybody else have anything they want to share? I have a few things I want to let you know programming-wise. Uh, our midweek discussion of meeting God in Mark for Lent begins this Wednesday at 7. There's information on the website. It's about 40, 45 minutes or so. There's no prep work. Uh, that is sort of designed to help you get more out of the gospel readings uh, for the rest of this year. I invite you to come to that. We have Sunday School and Confirmation. Those are at today at 4 o'clock. Uh, people should have information about that. And then two little Holy Week notes. We're coming up on Holy Week. It's already here in planning terms. Uh, we got a grant from Thrivent to participate in Lutheran World Relief's uh, personal kit care project. So throughout Holy Week, there's an item a week. And then you just sort of do an item a week and you put them together at the end when you come here for Holy Week services. If the weather's nice, you'll have a chance to uh, drop off your personal care kit. The item for this week is our, our two bars of soap. So that is for this week. Uh, and then the last thing is for Holy Week this year, uh, we're trying some new things because we have to sort of be flexible and be creative. And I'm looking for any music for Holy Week that's particularly resonant for you. Um, if you could send me anything, it could be a hymn, it could be not a hymn, you know, send, send me anything that sort of resonates with you. Um, that would be great. And that is all I have in the way of uh, announcements. The blessing today, if you noticed, um, we did two Luther hymns because Luther's feast day is this week, I believe. And as it just so happens, the prayer cycle was France, Germany, and Monaco. So we had another Luther prayer uh, in the prayers of the people. And this blessing comes to us from a pastor uh, who's in the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Germany. So this is uh, the blessing. I invite you to receive it now. We go on our way to act in accord with Jesus' words and deeds, to be salt of the earth, to seek justice, to build peace, to protect the creation, and to gain life. May Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace, join in the hymn of all creation. Thanks be to God.